0: Welcome to the Energy for Life podcast, helping busy women reclaim their energy, innate power and self-worth. Here is your host, Corona Brady. Hello there. It's been a while. I've been very busy running my Daring to be Courageous event here in Australia. So welcome back and welcome to episode 53 of the Energy for Life podcast show and I am your host, Corona Brady. And today I'm bringing to you a recent interview I did as part of the Women's Intervention Project where I am chatting about energy, burnout kundalini yoga and life transitions. So lots of juicy topics there. If you're someone who has just normalized your fatigue and exhaustion, then you need to listen to this very important episode today.
1: Welcome everyone to the Woman Reinvention Project, where you'll learn from the experts on how to fire up your energy, reconnect with yourself again and enjoy more freedom even with a busy schedule. My name is Vesna Hurstow, I'm your host and today I'm super excited to be speaking with Corona Brady. Corona is a life coach, mind, detox therapist and senior Kundalini yoga teacher. And she's the founder of the Energy for Life Academy where she takes women in business and corporate professionals from burnout and overwhelm to energetic, joyful lives in eight weeks or less. You can find out more about her work and her programs at coronabrady.com. And today we're gonna talk about energy, burnout and life transitions. Thank you so much for being here today, Corona. Oh, thank you for such a lovely, warm welcome there oh, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so before we kind of get into it let's talk can we talk a little bit about how did you get into this work? How did you get into talking about energy, fatigue, burnout, Kundalini, and all of that stuff? What brought you to yeah you?
0: and so I've been working with women now gosh, it's nearly close to a decade. <laughs> I' very privileged to be supporting and um, womankind and um how I got to do this work was actually through my own burnout story and I actually have a background in corporate so I kind of was climbing the corporate ladder for about 12 years and moved here to Australia about 14 years ago and yeah I was working in a big bank at that time and for the first couple of years while I was here in Australia I was just miserable I was just working really long hours and um, Just really anxious, I was depressed, I was drinking lots, and um, going out a lot, and just very disconnected. And um, I just reached a point where I completely burnt myself to the ground. I ended up with complete and utter exhaustion and burnout and adrenal fatigue. And you could add other things to the mix. I had hormonal issues, I had liver problems... I was diagnosed with insulin resistance, which is just on the verge of diabetes, and yeah, I was just a complete and utter shell of myself, Mm. and really didn't know who I was. I had done no work on myself. (laughs) The work I was doing on myself was in the pub, (laughs) 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 drinking every
1: weekend. Look, I think, honestly, just hearing that story, like I hear that a lot. So I think so many women are going to relate to that and so many Mm. will be in that place right now. So what is burnout? Like I know you've described some of the symptoms. So if women are listening and they're thinking, okay, maybe I feel really tired, am I burnt out? Like what, what does that look like?
0: Yeah, so burnout really looks like when you are just feeling tired all the time and that can be on a mental level. So you might be feeling mentally fatigued physically fatigued, emotionally, and you you know, your alarm goes off in the morning and it's just like, oh, do I really have to get up? And, um, or you're just hitting snooze, you know, uh, hitting snooze maybe 10 to 12 times, then finally getting up and maybe the first thing that you go for is your coffee. And you're just feeling unmotivated by life. You know, nothing excites you anymore and nothing is really motivating you anymore. And there's a part of you that's really kind of caught in that kind of mindset of what's the point? Is this all there is? And, and maybe you're even starting to notice yourself withdrawing from life and your relationships are maybe starting to break down as in terms of the communication, the intimacy, and maybe you're even starting to notice in your work, the performance of your work has dropped, whether that be in your career or in your own business. Mm-hmm. And you've just lost all kind of passion for life. Mm-hmm. And then maybe noticing things happening to your health. So, a lot of the time, I see women with like digestive issues, anxiety. Um, And then other kind of health complaints that's happening underneath all of that. Mm. Um, And I guess, you know, burnout just doesn't happen all of a sudden (laughs) it's actually slowly happening, but what's happening is we're so disconnected from ourselves and our bodies that we're not listening to those red flags.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think, again, I think a lot of women are going tick, 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 you know, to that. It's so common. It is so, so common. So, what do you recommend for women like how do they because i kind of feel like and you would notice this too like yeah this is a thing that kind of you know we lose energy like it happens over time we don't realize how tired we are yeah Point after a couple of years and we think that it's normal you know? oh
0: there's so many women time. yeah there's so many women that think it's normal because i speak to women like that every day and they're like well it's just you know it's part of life <laughs> yeah, yeah. but actually but it's not you don't have to settle to that because actually it doesn't need to be part of life and that's not living that's just in complete survival modes mm-hmm. that's just existing when you've no
1: energy yeah and i think you know they probably have conversations with other women and they're like yeah i'm tired too i'm tired yeah to. exactly really doctor, doctor. yeah but, you know everyone's tired yeah
0: everyone's tired <laughs> yeah so it's, it's so common. it's normalized today <laughs> yes.
1: very yeah. common but it's not okay um, Yeah. So what can women start to do to kind of, if they're recognising those symptoms, how can they start to kind of shift their energy mm. and shift out of that kind of survival mode and out of burnout for yeah. a more energetic, joyful life?
0: Yeah, I think like something that I um, recommend firstly and um, is just start to... Track your energy like on a daily basis. Like you could maybe set a little timer on your phone to go off maybe in the morning, mid morning, lunchtime, and then afternoon. And you know, maybe five times a day you're checking in and you're just pausing, you're taking a couple of breaths, and you're actually rating your energy. You're rating your own life energy on a scale of, say, zero to 10. With zero being that you have absolutely none. (laughs) You're still in bed. (laughs) Yeah, you're still in bed dead. And then 10 being that you've got a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to do that for a little while to start to notice what's actually going on within you. Mm -hmm. Because it's actually true awareness that we can make change. And, and that's really going to, you know, that's going to be a bit of a wake up call. And what you want to be doing is you want it to sit around seven to eight, really, if you want to live a full life, this is where you want to be living from every day. Mm -hmm. And if it gets below five, that's, you know, and if it's below five, that's really, that's a red flag. That's a warning. Mm -hmm. This is when you really need to start making some changes in your life and slowing down. And I think the problem today is that we're always on. We're mm. just always on. There's like no time to just stop, pause, yeah. take time out. It's just always on, always going, always doing. Mm. Especially a lot of the women I support, their minds are always on. You know, just they don't get a break from their minds. <laughs> and yeah. they're not meditating. They're not doing those kind of self-nourishing rituals mm. that could be supporting them.
1: Yeah. Like I think, you know, I hear a lot like women will have a full day at work and often will come home and have their families, but then even when it's like you know end of the night they still don't stop like the mind is with everything that they need to do so even though they may be sitting there on the couch doing nothing yeah which is not common for these women yeah you know (laughs) just say they do that um yeah mind is still overactive and so they're still kind of yeah working yeah
0: or a lot of what i see has been then caught in kind of destructive patterns like because they're always on and because they're always busy that their way of then winding down and de-stressing is having a glass of wine in the evening. And actually that's just not, that's not supporting
1: them in any way. I hear that a lot. Like women will often say, that's my time to be with myself. I have a glass of wine. I sit on the couch, watch TV. And that's not, they're not even, they're not even being with themselves. They're numbing themselves.
0: Yeah. They're numbing.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's just creating more and
1: more disconnect. So, once they have awareness of where they are along that kind of energy spectrum, like from mm. zero to ten. What can they start to do? And can you talk a little bit about kundalini yoga and kundalini? Yes, (laughs) I'd love to.
0: Yeah, because I really weave this into my work actually with women. And um, it's such a transformative practice. And it's a very energetic practice. So it's really about moving the energy in the body. So anything that's kind of stagnant or stuck in different parts of the body, when you do the breath work, when you do the kriyas, it's really about shifting that stagnant energy. Mm -hmm. And it's a very transformative practice practice and but what I love most about the practice is that you know any of the meditations any of the breath work any of the kriyas that you do and the kriya is just basically a set of exercises and um, and it always has a common goal working towards some specific goal in the body and working on a different area in the body and and um, what I love about the practice is that it's very strengthening for the nervous system it really strengthens your nervous system it's really balanced for the glandular system, and it, you're really working out all of your organs. And you just feel so good after the practice. (laughs) You know, you feel alive, you feel energized. And that's what happens, because when you start to awaken the Kundalini, which is the energy that sits within us, it sits at the base of the spine, and everyone has this energy, but for most of the planet, they are not even aware that this energy is within them. And so they never tap into it, they never awaken that energy. And that's really sad, because that energy is your birthright. And when you start to awaken that energy, you wake up. (laughs) It's like you're just living with a new set of eyes. (laughs) You're alive, you're awake, and you're just living with more consciousness, Mm. more awareness. And then as a result of that, you're showing up more as your true self. Mm. And when you start to awaken that energy, you actually get a lot of energy. But that energy is creative energy. So You start to get a lot of creativity, like creative ideas, insights, inspiration, and then you can use that as you please. You can plug it into your business, your work, career, relationships. You know, it's going to have a very positive advantage in
1: in all of your life. Cool. So just a question that kind of pops into my mind. So with burnout and kundalini that's not activated, is it the same thing or is it can people be not burnt out and still have their kundalini energy not activated does that make sense
0: yes and yeah i wouldn't kind of inter i wouldn't Mm. interlink them at all and so i guess somebody that would be completely burnt out i couldn't see that person having their energy very much activated if they're just completely burnt out and tired That somebody that's really awake, alert, present, and is not burnt out and living with a lot of energy—that to me would be somebody that has the energy within them awakened or is awakening it.
1: And so, an inactive kundalini, like separate from burnout, what does that look like for people?
0: Inactive, it might just you might just be kind of um, just existing through life. Mm. You just on automatic. Pilot, you just like you're just not present. You're not living each day with presence. You're caught by your mind, and um, you know your your mind is your your mind is actually ruling your life. Mm. You're living in fear, and um, maybe you you just your creativity is dead and has been dead for some time, and you're just feeling like you're just trudging through life, existing. In survival mode, and just kind of feeling like you're on automatic pilot.
1: Yeah, I think that's again really, really common. You know, yeah, um, people moving through life like that. Yeah. So, how do they begin? To, so they they wake up to begin to wake up the kundalini is through the exercises. Is that?
0: Yeah. Way? So, and it's it's you know not doing this alone. So it's really important that you seek out you know support. Of someone so you either you know if this intrigues you at all that you start attending some Kundalini classes Mm -hmm. and or you seek out the support of a teacher and you work with a teacher you work with a guide Mm -hmm. and because that's always going to be the safest way than trying to explore it and do it yourself which often is where we get stuck right (laughs) because we as women think well I should be able to do this by myself and so that's why I see this a lot in my work, that women stay stuck for a long time, sometimes even decades, because they kind of feel like, well, I should be superwoman. I should know how to do this. I shouldn't be able to ask for support.
1: It's so really fascinating because I, I see that a lot. And I think women will rather buy a book or something yeah, to, yeah. Have to do rather than actually go out and just get yeah. the support that they need. Yeah. But I think that is because I, I see that all the time, too. What's I'm- your
0: I think, you know, sometimes it's maybe like how we were brought up, perhaps, like, what did we see within our own mother? And, you know, did she take care of herself? And, you know, because that's how we learn. Mm -hmm. And um, then we carry that with us into our adult life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And I mean,
0: sometimes we think that the book, well, we've just gathered that information, but actually that's just information. And yeah. a lot of the time we'll read a book, but then do we follow through on that? Mm. Maybe for the first week <laughs> yeah. and then we fall into old patterns.
1: Yeah, because you have your own kind of like triggers and roadblocks that are there. That exactly. Are the things that derail you every time, which you need support to get through.
0: Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the time there are those really deep subconscious blocks and beliefs. Mm-hmm.
1: And so you talked about meditation before. So meditation for energy and burnout, like how, I mean, obviously it works on the mind, but how, is there a particular kind of meditation or a particular intention for the meditation?
0: Well, the way that I work, and um, just in terms of like when I w- support and work with women that are really burnt out or exhausted or fatigued, which is you know, all of the women that I support and work with, one of the very first things that I do is I get them to create rituals. And because most of the women I support, they don't have self care. They don't even know what self care is, or self care to them is like going and having a pedicure, <laughs> or you I know find
1: something no, like that. You know, just quietly up on no chore, but anyway.
0: Yeah, or a facial, <laughs> yeah. and you know they're not actually learning how to do things for themselves in their own home. So, and part of my work is really teaching them how to start each morning on a positive note with a sacred morning ritual. And inside that morning ritual, there's going to be key elements, and some will be breath work. And this is where I really bring in the kundalini. And there will be some meditation, but it it
1: varies. Okay. Um, what about mindset for these women? Yes.
0: Well, yeah, what I, well, what I've noticed just through all of the women that I've supported is that um, actually energy, mindset and self-worth, they're all interlinked. And so if a woman is like really burnt out and fatigued and she's lacking life energy, then that's going to actually play into her mindset and then that's going to play into her sense of self-esteem and self-worth and self-confidence so actually the first thing that we have to do is focus on the energy and that's where I start first with the women Mm -hmm. and because that's where everything's coming from that's where it's rooting from Mm -hmm. so it's getting um, them to kind of start their practices morning start their practices in the evening. And what they begin to notice, and it can only even take a matter of days where they start to really feel their own vitality that's within them. They start to notice a shift and like a spring in their step. And then we focus on the mindset. And a big part of my work is really looking at the past and what they might be holding on from their past that a lot of the time is keeping them stuck in their present. But most importantly looking at those kind of subconscious beliefs Mm. and that often just as adults are playing out and and that causes us to kind of continuously repeat the same patterns Mm. and i i have a really powerful method that i've been trained in it's called the mind detox method And it's like detoxing the mind, (laughs) like the way you would detox your physical body. This is a way of detoxing the mind. And it's so powerful. And it's just amazing what I see happen, like women that are holding on to stuff from, say, the age of seven, eight, nine and what can happen in one session and just how that then impacts their future. Mm.
1: And is it kind of like breaking down, is bringing awareness to certain? Yes,
0: mm-hmm. bringing awareness, that's right, yeah. and then changing it and reframing it and then giving them a practice to do for the next 40 days so that they condition the new belief. Oh, cool. Yeah. So
1: what about with life transitions? Do you ever notice burnout is kind of, um, burnout begins at... Whats the like and then there's a life transition after. Do you ever see like Boona It's sometimes like a like a message that we need to make changes in our life
0: yeah, absolutely Change yeah and um, life transitions is a big one actually, and um, this is a big this actually many of most of the women I support and um, are either in a huge significant life transition in their life or they're navigating one and um, and a life transition is really it's uh, look i'm in one at the moment yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm in an uncomfortable one at the moment and it's it's really yeah when something significant happens changes in your life so you know for me that's i've you know separated from my husband a year ago and so that is a huge transition in itself that is a, can be a crisis of some sort in itself. And so a life transition is really when something, yeah, changes in your life, mm-hmm. like divorce, separation, and the birth of a child, becoming a mother for the first time, getting married, yeah. because you lose a part of the old self and you're now stepping into the new self. And when the kids leave the home, empty nest, and a change in your finances, a change in your career, And there's so many different types of life transitions and um, in that time it can be such an uncomfortable place Mm -hmm. and because especially for um, women like myself (laughs) that are really high achievers and they always want to be going and doing and looking for the next thing and they're planners and actually you can't plan in that because there's like there's three kind of steps to a transition and the first part is you have to let go of the past and it's really kind of taking time to reflect on okay what's ending in my life what are the learnings what are the lessons what am i going to take with me what am i going to leave behind mm-hmm. and then the next step we move through is the pause and this is the one that none of us want to stay in <laughs> um, but we have to because we have to honor all of these steps and if we move too quickly And Between these, what will happen is that we're not clearing and cleaning from our past. And actually, there's going to be a lot of unfinished business that we're going to then take with us into either our next relationship or our next job or whatever it is. And then what happens is we're just recycling those um, patterns, recycling those beliefs. And the pause is so uncomfortable because... You're just simply in the pause and, you know, you can't see what the new beginning ahead is yet. And this is a time when you really just have to pause and be and journal and meditate and just be with yourself. It's not a time of like being active and in doing. And it's a time when you just withdraw from the world. You go into your little cave or your tent. And actually, it can be a lonely time because you're spending a lot of time with yourself. Mm -hmm. but you're reconnecting back to yourself. And then the last stage is the beginning. You begin. And that's, you know, usually the easiest step, but you won't know that unless you spent enough time in the pause, because this is where you're reconnecting with yourself. You're reconnecting with your heart, not your mind. And then your intuition is going to guide you to the beginning. Mm
1: -hmm. And, I mean, there's no time frame on these things, but I'm sure. We're no. gonna, well, how long? How long? <laughs> yeah, how long?
0: <laughs> It's different for everyone. Yeah. You know? it really is. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I believe that. So, in the pause phase, like, how would they know? Okay, this, uh, you know, I've done my work here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay to move forward now.
0: Well, it, you know, if they're actually doing the work on themselves. So, if a woman is not doing the inner work, she won't even be able to sit in the pause. Yeah. You know, or if she's in the pause, she's just going to be using all sorts of band-aids. Yeah. And so when the woman is really doing the work on herself, you know, and she's really reconnecting back inside, she's connecting to her heart, she's connecting and strengthening her own intuition, she'll know, she'll be guided. And if she's not doing the work, then she, she won't know.
1: And what do you find stops women from doing the work? Um,
0: I think fear. Mm. I think fear is a big one. And um, I get this a lot actually. Fear. They're so afraid of change mm. um, and what that could look like because it might mean that they might have to end their current relationship or marriage or it could mean anything. It's so, that there's so much unknown in that and um, that that just puts women off. And um, because even though they might be so uncomfortable, in the place they're in, that's a place they know, yeah. and and um, fear or what else can prevent them? um am trying to think. What's another one? Um, sometimes just they don't even know where to begin. Mm. They just—it's like so overwhelming. It's like, oh my god, I have so much that I have to do. Where do I even begin?
1: Mm. I think that's so true. That's obviously, that, you know, kind of highlights the need to support during that. Phase. Yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah, that's, you can't do that on your own. If you're moving through a massive life transition, yeah. you can't do that on your own. If you're completely burnt out, you cannot do that on your own. You just, you have to get support. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, I hear a lot of it, like women go from one relationship to another or one job to another. Yeah without a pause and they continue
0: Mm. and they continue yeah
1: and unfortunately when they're not aware they don't realize you know like they think all of this stuff is happening on the outside to them Um, yeah and it's it's coming in but it's obviously they're the common denominator (laughs) yes yeah Yeah, absolutely cool so one more question if women say okay i know all of that but i don't have time yeah that's a big one (laughs) I hear
0: that all the time (laughs) yeah you know I don't have time well you just have to reframe that because we do have time like you know I think what people what women need to start doing is they need to weigh up the price Mm -hmm. and the cost and you know what is it costing you right now to stay in the place that you're in what's going to cost your future self Mm. what's the price of not making this a priority right now what's the price of not fixing this right now Mm. and you know the thing is we do have time that's just it's it's an excuse
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, absolutely absolutely and I think that's really good to say like to kind of look at you know kind of What is it costing you, you know, to have clarity on that? And And honesty. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's getting really honest because if if you're not in enough pain, you're not going to fix the problem. That's the reality. So there has to be some pain there in order for it to drive any woman to create change.
1: Yeah. And I think that's kind of, you know, sometimes in our life when we have, you know, life throws us a curveball and we have to address this stuff in that suffering comes change, you know, without the pain, without the internal suffering, we wouldn't change anything about our lives. Absolutely.
0: Mm.
1: Cool. That was awesome. So (laughs) where can women find out more about your work, your programs, your treats and things that you do?
0: Yeah, you can head to coronabrady.com. Everything's literally on my website. I have a free um, webinar that you can watch and it literally runs on the hour every hour. And that webinar actually is a great introduction to just me and you'll actually learn some really cool tips on that webinar about fatigue and burnout. And, and there's even a Kundalini breeding exercise on that webinar as well, which is good. And, and that will also get you on my email list when you sign up to that webinar. And I also have a free guidebook that you can download and that's a great yeah down below that's really good for any woman that's struggling with anxiety fear just caught in her head and worry there's some great tips and tools inside that book and then in terms of like my work i run a lot of live events and retreats i've been running retreats now in australia for the last couple of years and i have a really beautiful venue up in the blue mountains um, and I'm running a retreat there in spring, in September, and that's the Reclaim Your Radiance Retreat, and that's on my website. And I'm also running an um, event, it's called Daring to be Courageous, it's a two-day event, and I ran that in Sydney, and after it been so successful in Sydney, I'm now taking it on the road and I'm running it in Brisbane next month on the 18th and 19th and then in Melbourne in June on the 15th and 16th and this is just a beautiful two days of just soulful connection sitting in circle with other like-minded women you will just walk away from this event feeling so empowered and and all the details to my programs as well I my energy for life Academy and my awakened woman life mastery is also on my website.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for today, Corinna. I think that you know, I didn't know much about Kundalini and you know, I've certainly done it, but just to hear that how you can incorporate it into energy and fatigue and overcome burnout and things like that. Yes. Is really insightful. Thank you.
0: Not at all. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. So there you have it. That's episode 53 of the energy for life podcast show. And you know, if you can relate to any or all of what I've shared here today on this episode, please reach out. Book in for a chat with me. It's a complimentary initial chat. Go to coronabrady.com forward slash apply. That's going to take you direct to my calendar. Just choose a day and time that works best for you, and then you'll be redirected to just a very short application form if you can provide as much detail as possible there so I can best serve you on that call and you can get the most from our time. I look forward to chatting with you and just really seeing how best I can support you right now in your life. And one last thing, if you're enjoying the Energy for Life podcast show, I would be ever so grateful if you could do something for me, if you could help me out today can you head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review? This is actually how I get the show to more and more women that badly need it. And also, if you really feel called to leave a review, and we welcome reviews there as well. That would be incredible, because again, that's how we get the show to just more and more women that badly need it. And you know, if you know somebody in your life right now that's really tired and burnt out and is feeling disconnected and is sitting in that space of transition, please do me a favor and just send this her way today um, because this really will support her right now in her life. Thank you.